Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the first official episode of Jersey Grown Podcast. That's right, it's the first official episode, and I want to first and foremost thank everybody who has gave a listen to us, our sample uh, episode that we dropped last week, and also all of you who have shown your love by following us on social media, following us on Facebook and Instagram, and then actually helping us to spread our love and joy. I also want to mention, I did make a post about it, but we are now available on iTunes, okay? So you can find us on Apple Podcasts for all you Apple phone users, your iPhone users, because I know you guys don't like to stray too far from that realm. So now you can listen to us on the iTunes. So check us out. Now, we got a lot to cover in this episode. And we are ranging from everything from my little non-spoiler review of Infinity Wars. Plus, I do a little review on the movie Kodachrome, which is a Netflix original, which is really fantastic. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. But, of course, listen to my little review first, and then maybe go check it out. We also have a conversation with my man Chris, a.k.a. the Master Debater. That's right, the Master Debater. And we are trying to fulfill a top 20 list of the best movie soundtracks out there that's right the best movie soundtracks out there now i added the word trying only because in our efforts to try to nail this down we realize it is absolutely difficult only because it depends on someone's you know music taste or their age or where they grew up and we're actually looking for your help yes the audience because we decided that we're going to do this uh, all summer long to see if we could develop the definitive top 20 all-time greatest movie soundtrack. So we're looking for your help. So you can definitely chime in, reach out to us through email or social media. Let us know what you think. Now, we also have more between Billy and I, the beer boys of the Jersey Grove podcast series, and that discussion is going to be mainly about our trip to a single cut brewery tap takeover at uh, Cowan's Public um, here in our area of Nutley, New Jersey. Fantastic place. You guys got to check that place out. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the first Jersey Grown podcast episode. Do enjoy. Thank you again. And we'll talk soon. You will by executive, by order, executive order declare the Taylor ham, egg, and cheese is, is the official breakfast sandwich of the state of New Jersey. And I would say this. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Jersey local 404. I'm from Jersey. New Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey. Well, if you're from Jersey, you're from Jersey. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Now we're Newark of all places. You know we're going to get shot. What's really funny is the fucking bank job away in Sea Caucus. I'm in the middle of the fucking weeds laying down. Yeah, right. Jersey represent. Jersey Grown Podcast Series. I am Marcos, and I am sitting here with uh, my good buddy, good friend, almost like a brother, Chris Rodriguez, also known as the Master Bader. <laughs> no. 
That's right. No. That's right. He still refuses to believe it, but oh yes. The what happened to stick. the debater? Nope. The master debater is his name, ladies and gentlemen. It is the master debater. If he wants to be called Captain, I could call you Captain Master Debater, but I don't know if that sounds even better for you or not. Um, so yeah, we're we're sitting here and uh, we are going to tackle a very intricate topic, as um, it's actually forming out to be once we started really getting into it. And the original, I guess, goal here was to try to name like the top twenty uh, best movie soundtracks of all time. And I put it out there, you know, on the social medias. And I've gotten a, quite a, a wide range of responses from, you know, stuff from the 90s and 80s. Uh, some older folks started throwing out uh, some stuff from, like, the 70s. And once we really kind of dug in there and, and started doing our research. Yeah, and some even older than that. The 60s. 60s, 50s, right? Um, it's been a, a quite a widespread uh, amount of uh, soundtracks, right? that uh, people think are the greatest. So we're going to actually dig into that right here, right now. See if we could actually narrow this down. But, Chris, why don't you uh, jump in here? Tell me uh, what you think about this topic. Well, uh, you know. How are you feeling about this and your choices? At first, I thought it was pretty straightforward. I definitely had my ideas and... My uh, my input, what I thought were the top soundtracks or albums or whatnot, and just doing a quick little search on the uh, on the old interweb brought a lot of interesting uh, uh, interesting and surprising uh, titles that I would have not considered soundtracks, but I guess they were for documentaries and whatnot, and they kind of reminded me of a lot of albums that I hadn't even thought of in many years. So, but then it got to us to thinking even deeper as far as what kind of soundtracks, what justifies a soundtrack, do you qual quantify, is it original material or is it just a, a classic song that was just added onto the movie? So it's definitely an interesting topic. Which is true because you've had some, like... I'm going to start just jumping into, I guess, my list of my all-time favorites. And my number one has always been Pulp Fiction. That is one of my favorite movie soundtracks ever. Definitely a great soundtrack. I was introduced to it when the movie came out. What was that, 94, 95? Early 90s, so was, mid 90s. Yeah, like 7th, 8th grade. Uh, some older guy on the block that we used to hang out and you know play tag with, he got the movie from his older sister or something like that so he lent me the movie and then he lent me the cd for the soundtrack and oh man changed my life well pulp fiction in general changed my life when <laughs> when i saw that movie because definitely a great movie some interest that in animal house which is another one of my favorite soundtracks and which is funny list. it never came up on any of the really top so list. national lampoon's animal house wow all right still have not found it at least not according to rolling stone or any of the other publications but at least for me one of the favorite soundtracks that always stuck out to my mind was uh the romeo and juliet soundtrack from the uh, 90s oh yeah 
That was just a, a kick-ass soundtrack. The Leo, the Leo and Claire. Yeah, I mean the movie was fun. It was all right. It's I still listen to that soundtrack. But the soundtrack was to me a kick-ass Start to soundtrack. Finish. Yeah. Even Volume Two, which had more of the, I guess, the more instrumental, the score. Mm-hmm. It really had more of that. You know, I also thought that the the Matrix, the Matrix first Matrix soundtrack was a kick-ass soundtrack. But then again, it just brings back to the question. Those were soundtracks that basically grabbed some of the top songs at that time and added it to their movie. And then I brought the question as far as original content where you can bring, uh, you know, think of a movie like uh, Ghostbusters with Bobby Brown. Granted, it wasn't a great soundtrack, but that was an original song made for that movie. But also, yeah, but that was a big thing in the 80s. Like, every single movie had its own song, like its own theme song. Which I think, you know... I think it should come back. I think it definitely should come back. (laughs) Um, I mean, granted, a lot of the music today is kind of, kind of, eh. Oh, yeah, because they're going to get mumble rapping. Uh, But, Lethal Weapon! Part eight. I spit mad bars, bro. You know, you look at, uh, according to our research, I discovered that, what was it? The Bodyguard soundtrack is yeah. one of the most commercially, or if not the most commercially successful soundtrack of all time. Which I might have to agree. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a soundtrack. powerful album, you know, it was mostly a Whitney Houston album. Um, <laughs> but but you know, is that really, ones? is that, you know, is that the greatest of all time? I will never, never, mm. never. Easy. if I don't have you. That's right. All right, no more alcohol for this guy. Actually, I was about to tell you to pour me a pour little me bit another, of rum. Pour me another. A little bit of some... What is that? Mulata. Some of rum. Cuba's Mulata. finest aged rum. Cuban aged rum right now. Straight from the island, from the motherland. But there were a lot of albums that just kept on reappearing over the research that well, we did. Well, yeah, right? I mean, well, Goodfellas is Goodfellas a great is soundtrack. But again, it goes back to the debate. You know, that was just the and top ten. That was the top ten songs of the 70s, 60s, and 70s. So, I mean, is that really what soundtracks are? Or, you know, I'd, like I brought up Flash Gordon, as corny of a movie as it was. That was original music created by Queen for the movie. So I think that's got to give it a, you know, a couple... I guess that's more, that that's original. That's music. original sound. That's a yeah, soundtrack. Original movie soundtrack. Forrest Gump has but then you considered... Have a movie soundtrack. Yeah, Forrest Gump has one of the best soundtracks of all time. But it's basically the top 10 songs of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. All right, so then fire them off to me. Can you do it off the top of your head? Your top 10. Can you do a top 10? Or a top 5 if it makes it easier. uh, You know, I can't go in order, but I'll just go off the top of my head. I'm going to go Romeo and Juliet, Soundtrack, The Matrix, um, Love Goodfellas, um, Boogie Nights was a great one. Um, kind of staring me in the face, but the <laughs> Lost Boys, you know, for the '80s, got to get some '80s in there. All right. Um, hmm. Are you going for the ten? Or are you sticking with five? I don't know. Am I at five right now? Yeah, five. Right All right, now. we'll we'll pause for we'll now. Pause at five. All right, we'll hold that five. So you're sticking with the five for now. All right. Um, uh, my five. 
What's going on over there? Little background What's going noise. What's going on over there? Huh? Huh? <laughs> oh boy, it's gonna get loud. No, it's a birthday party. I think that's Christmas, isn't it? How is that Christmas? Is that red and green and gold? Yeah, yeah that's Christmas. He's five years old. How's he gonna tell? He won't notice. Maybe some of the parents might give you the side eye. Cause like, oh my god, they're using Christmas wrapping. It's not even Christmas. Black garbage bags, so I think this is classy. That's how we do in this house, classy. I bought a five-year-old a gun. Always a good time. Oh, those things are fun, though. I like the nerfs. The nerfs. Give me some nerfs. Oh, but see, that's another one, too. That was a great one. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I listen to that one all the time. All right, so then, all right, so my top five. First one, I already told you guys, is Pulp Fiction. And then number two for me would be Braveheart, original motion picture soundtrack. And it's actually quite excellent to fall asleep to. And now that would be more of a score it's than a, a score, scou- yeah. soundtrack. Original motion picture music, I guess, maybe. Um, and then after that would be uh, Not Another Teen Movie. Then Goodfellas. American and then, and then The Crow. The Crow is a good one. Crow is one of my top ones. And then Romeo and Juliet sneaks into number six. After that, you know what but I'm forgetting is... Uh, the Gross Point Blank soundtrack is also up there on Gross on my Point list. Blank is a great one. Um, I mean, for your Gross Heart. for your Gross Point Blank, I'll go High Fidelity. All right. Or no, Empire no. Records. It keeps on going. Damn it, motherfucker! I let you finish your top five. My bad. Shit. <laughs> and then you want to argue with the master debater name? <laughs> no. It, it, I I wouldn't be the master debater if I wouldn't debate it. No? Exactly. So you can't fight the name. You are the master debater. Except you just forgot the debate part. <laughs> you are the master. I'll take that. Debater. <laughs> <laughs> um, Goodfellas, since I just saw that, but that's definitely up there. And you can sing all those songs from start to finish. And the, uh, what is it? The Not Another Teen Movie soundtrack. Is also one of my favorites. A lot of people don't really know about that one. It's it's a lot of modern day bands. Well, I guess maybe more modern day at that time that cover 80, 80s music. So they have like a cover of a uh, uh, Metro by System of a Down that's really good on there. Different covers of like Simple Minds and stuff like that. Now also another one that's really good is Cruel Intentions. The Cruel Intentions soundtrack is also very good. One of my favorites to listen to when, like, I go into the city and I'm walking around. I love listening to that. I pretend that I'm this guy's role. Like a better Ryan symphony. Yeah, Ryan Phillippe's role. What's his, what was his name? Sebastian, right? Yes. Sebastian. I only remember the one song from that soundtrack. Well, Roman and Juliet is another good one. But see, now, me and the master debater here, we were uh, discussing this. And we're not sure if we can really narrow it down to... Just a regular old top twenty like all time movie soundtrack. It's gonna have to be broken down into uh, different tiers and genres. Well, it definitely. I mean, like I was saying, how do how do you? So, for example, Purple Rain. If we're just going pure base off of a movie soundtrack, I mean, consensus across every major publication list. That's a top three pick. Now, if you're not a fan of Prince. Are you going to consider it as a top soundtrack? 
I mean, I personally love Prince. I think he's an unbelievable artist. I wish I could have seen him live. But not everybody's a huge fan. So would the person who loves Purple Rain be the same fan as the hip-hop movie Juice? Which I have to admit, I don't... I really don't listen to any of those. So Juice, in the hip-hop world... That was probably one of the best hip-hop albums, let alone a movie soundtrack. It was a fantastic album, especially in the real hip-hop. A soundtrack. Okay, so a soundtrack. Okay, so as a soundtrack. But that was real hip-hop. Not this nonsense that's going around today. Which is the reason why I don't listen to hip-hop now. It's a major I've been out of the hip-hop game for quite a long time. For a long time. Real hip-hop died. Everybody keeps on telling me to listen to like this J. Cole album, which I'll give it a try. J. Cole is actually one of the few artists that's keeping real hip-hop alive, so I'll give him that. All right. Kendrick Lamar, guys like that. But the rest of them, it's very few and far in between. Well, I told myself that I really need to get back into listening to hip-hop. But I just, I don't like this mumble rap shit. Oh, I, I agree. It's, it's terrible. I agree. And some people are like, oh, but it's about the beats. Since when did it just become about the beats? It's not even a beats. It's more like a snippet. Like, if you can make a nice ringtone, you got a hot song. <laughs> Forget about making an album. Can I make a hot ringtone? But I, I, I never wrote any lyrics. It doesn't matter. But we're getting off topic. <laughs> but just going back to as far as movie soundtracks and what, who would say this is the best? If you were going to compare one to another, uh, you know, the Goodfellas soundtrack is without a doubt one of the greatest movie soundtracks of all time. But a person who's not a fan of that 60s and 70s rock and doo-wop music, how do you compare it to, let's say, the Nutty Professor soundtrack, which was, in its right, a great movie soundtrack, but two completely different styles of music and two different genres of music? So is it possible to break them down into just um, by maybe decade? Well, technically, Goodfellas came out in 1990. That's true. And Nutty Professor was late 90s, so they're in both the same decade. It's just that they were used in different movies. I mean, Guardian of the Galaxy was 2016. Is that the first one? 15. 16, I think. 16. But every song there was from the 70s and 80s, which I I, I love the fact that that movie brought old classics to a younger generation. Like my little cousin, who, you know, he's like a preteen, but he's singing all these songs that are three times his age, and I think it's cool. <laughs> but again... Well, they did. They they brought, uh, what is it, uh, The Chain? Oh, they brought a they, lot they of classics. moved that all the way back up into the Billboard top when that movie came out. Right. Because the kids loved it. They're like, oh my God, who is this? Listen to the red and Yeah, I mean, they brought classics, you know, uh... You know, Shaft. I mean, how many kids are going to say, yeah, Shaft was a great movie soundtrack? They they wouldn't even know who Shaft is, but it is considered one of the best movie soundtracks. But the original Shaft. We're we're talking. No Samuel Jackson remake. No, no, no. We're talking the original. Which is there. There's another one coming. You shut your mouth. Yeah. No, I can't. (laughs) I wish I could. They made another one. Train Spotting. Oh, yeah. See, Train Spotting just scrolled by on the screen. So now Train Spotting is a great soundtrack but if you're not a fan of that techno rock industrial house would train spotting fall in the same category as like the matrix 
or Matrix uh, cult, more of like a, a rock techno no, blend. Rock, see, the thing with the Matrix, I feel like they pulled out some just real good... Cl- I mean, they had a little Rob Zombie in there. I feel like they had more, not mainstream, but definitely more well-known artists where I feel like Train Spotting was kind of like your old school house CD that you really didn't know who they were. You had to go research who the artist was. The Matrix album, which is one of my personal favorites, it already had well-established artists on there. Like, you heard the song, and you already knew what you were jamming to. True. But again, that also could be the difference of the era back then. Train Spotting came out, you didn't have the likes of, you know, Shazam or Spotify to tell you automatically, <laughs> oh, who's this guy? We had to, you know, well, you actually had to be a fan and, you know, do your homework and do some research. Well, that's if you listen to it without the case or something like that, because there is, you know, to tell you the name of the artist and song. Well, yes, it goes band. back to when you actually Remember, had to buy back, music. Back in the day. Back in the day when, when you, you had to, to buy to music. CDs. There were these little discs that you used to put in a machine. Well, you can't use that language for CDs. I mean, if, you were gonna, if it was going to be a cassette tape, I could <laughs> probably understand that that tone. <laughs> Man, you didn't, day, we, you didn't even go to the record? vinyls. I mean, we're talking vinyls. What about like Saturday Night Fever? I mean, how well, do you... see, my godmother actually brought that one up. So how do you deny favorites. that? That's like considered... It classic, but it's also like just as similar to the body, uh, the Bodyguard soundtrack. It's a compilation of Beatles, I mean, of the Bee Gees The Bee Gees, and cla- but it was classic disco. Yeah. It was classic disco, but it was one of the top albums across the board at the time. Wasn't Forrest Gump, what was it? Forrest Gump is like a three-disc Forrest Gump was like a three-disc album, and, but again, you know, Forrest Gump, I think the movie itself spanned, what, three, four decades? So it definitely had a lot of material to work with. And they basically, like, they just took the top ten of every decade and put it on the album. <laughs> and just put it together. Which, I mean, makes for a great, yeah, you know, formula. It, it definitely is going to be a top it, seller. It entices people and like, oh, all right, these are really good songs. Which is, that's what happened with Ready Player One. I was watching Ready Player One, and I was just listening to the songs that came on. And then Tears for Fears is one of my all-time favorite songs. Like, I can guarantee that that's my number one favorite song ever. So anytime I hear that song, I get emotional. You didn't mention the song. You oh, mentioned I'm sorry. The band. Everybody wants to rule the world. There you go. That's my all-time favorite song ever. Which is great. It's ever. it's a fantastic. I get chills every time I listen to it. See, Chris and I. The reason why this is somewhat easy for us is that we're 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 kind of the same. Uh, we have a wide spectrum of taste when it comes to our music. We listen to all good music, not that good nonsense music. of good music. whatever hip hop is trying to. I think I think my taste expands a little bit more beyond Chris, but he does cover a lot more hip hop than I do, so that's where it balances out. Where my I actually will stop and listen to like bluegrass, which we were discussing the "Oh Brother We're Out Thou" soundtrack, one of my personal favorites. But it worked. It it was a great movie. It worked well for the movie. Just not my personal. Listen to it. I couldn't be jamming it in the car. It's surprising how fun it is to jam in the car. <laughs> and then sometimes I roll down the window and just have a big old smile. But then that's just me fucking with you. Yeah, but I was also the guy that would be jamming to Marilyn Manson, beautiful people in the middle of Newark going to C and Hall. So. That's true. You used to drive down through there. 
You know. Well, I started doing that too with System of a Down when I used to work in North. Yeah, those were fun days. <laughs> Driving through the hood in the summer with the windows down, it was quite interesting. And meanwhile, I was wearing like a sports coat, button <laughs> down shirt. Oh yeah, <laughs> those were the good days. <laughs> but I do have to get back into hip hop and Spanish. I was watching those uh, the Latin Billboard Award yesterday, and I realized that I don't, I'm not in tune with my Spanish culture that much these days. I yeah, I'm definitely slacking again. on my. Uh... But there are a lot of soundtracks that we've researched that uh, I've never listened to, and now I'm curious. Like the that reggae one, which one is it? So from a one... movie from 1972, "The Harder They Come," with uh, Jimmy Cliff. I guess he was in the movie and did most of the soundtrack. It was his soundtrack, and I like the way that Rolling Stone describes it as the reggae equivalent to the Saturday Night Fever, which I mean. When you break it down into the simplest of terms, that's a pretty big statement. I mean, I I personally love reggae. I think Jimmy Cliff was definitely nasty. Uh, he was unreal. Um, you know, where back then it was either Bob Marley and the Whalers or you had Jimmy Cliff. Uh, and these guys are definitely the godfathers of the music. And this was, you know, if you're not very familiar with it, but this is a classic, you know, you just can't. You can't go wrong with it. But then at the same token, you can you can bring up 1964, A Hard Day's Night, which is a Beatles album that they made into a, a rock movie. I think it's one of the first rock movies. I think so. And but that, that but is Hardy, considered original motion picture soundtrack because they wrote all the songs on it, so it's technically original. So that's like almost like a double whammy. Songs, that, that's a double whammy. They became well-known songs. That's and, the difference. And not only is it well, I mean, their songs are considered some of the greatest rock songs of all time. Of all time. And you know, there's people that hate the Beatles. Just what? like there's people that hate Forrest Gump. What's wrong with those people? I don't know. You know what? Maybe people that say they hate the Beatles, <laughs> I mean, how, you can't appreciate modern day music without knowing the Beatles. I mean, they are considered the number one most influential band of all time across every genre. I mean, hell, Jay-Z even created the Grey album because of the White album from the Beatles. So just to... You know, you know, I get it. You know, put a little black in the white, get a little gray. Well, I'm not saying Jay-Z <laughs> was very creative in the title, but I, it, it was the inspiration for it. Interesting. Uh, so, and, you know, I can't, I, can't, I can't even talk to people who say they don't like the Beatles. I mean, say you don't like the style of music is one thing, but... I just don't like the Beatles. And those are people who don't really just... They don't know music. Well, some of them actually just do it just to kind of go against the grain, you know? Some people that just want to be difficult. Oh, no. Yeah, they're called assholes. No, like, totally no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, people who, like, look down on you because they read books and they don't watch TV and shit. Have you ever met one of those people? Oh, all the time. Fucking annoy me. They really do. I was like, I don't fucking shit on your parade because... You want to read books all day. <laughs> I mean, you I, must be. I like TV. I, I, like, I like movies. movies. Yeah. I read a book every once in a while, but I'm not going to look down. Well, on I am proud to say one of the first ones was I read Ready Player One, which was a fantastic book. All right. And the movie really wasn't as good as the book. So that's well, actually. It never is, though. Ever. Well, you know what? For me, that was the first time that I can honestly truly say that saying. There was a few books that I read before the movie came out, like Da Vinci Code. Yeah. I read that. And if the book, of course, was definitely better than the movie. It's always that case. Always. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Easy Rider, Easy Rider from 1969. I I pushed myself to watch the movies. I did enjoy them, but but uh, yeah, I don't know if I could read through the books. I will be honest. It's not that I I don't like reading. It's just that my mind races a lot. No, I have a no, very good imagination, know. and sometimes if the book doesn't really grasp me, I'm going to be like... Pfft. A Wah-wah. good movie, I like putting your mind books. in the right mm-hmm. set of, you know, the right stage, however you want us. Marijuana? I'm just saying, <laughs> however you want to do it. A drink or two, a puff or two, it's up to you. Whichever route you want to take. You know. And let your mind go. But, you know. Most of the books that I wrote were actually in Harry Potter. Like a long trip. Harry Potter in an altered state of mind is definitely a fun ride. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm saying. And then see those movies, are they considered original motion picture soundtracks? Because the scores to the Harry Potter films are amazing. Well, you have, you know, you have musical geniuses like 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 Hans Zimmer. I mean, you know, that is just unbelievable music. So in short, we got to, we have to help, well audience we gotta get your help on this maybe you can chime in uh get at us on our dm through facebook uh instagram you can reach us i uh, will be developing a twitter that i will let you guys know what that handle will be because we need to get on the twits so we can twat twit the twat twit the twat twat the twat we gotta get them on the line yeah we gotta get them on the line chris is anti on the line so if you guys ever want to stalk our uh <laughs> Our local Good luck. master debater. Come find me. <laughs> he won't be able to. He's like Liam Neeson. He'll just disappear. <laughs> but he will find you. <laughs> but you can get at us. Uh, Instagram. Um, it is Jersey Grown Podcast. That's where you can find us. We have the link in the bio there to our anchor page, which is Anchor FM. That is how we get our recording and distribution done. If you are looking to get into podcasting, mm-hmm. definitely check it out. It is the way to go. Mm-hmm. They make it simple and easy to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, look, see? Cruel Intentions. Yeah, right. number 75. Yeah, but it's still up there. It's still up there. Um, yeah, it's up there. You can also get at us through uh, email. So <laughs> He beat you. Spring Breaker. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, our email is jerseygrown pod at gmail.com once again that's jerseygrownpod at gmail.com let us know what you think tell us what your uh, favorite movie soundtracks are even ask maybe your, your aunt or your parents or your cousin or something we're trying to try to just narrow it down it looks like we may have to make some different categories there's definitely got to be different categories sections and we're also maybe just need your help with that what do you think Right now, we're thinking maybe by decade, but then Chris, in his master debating ways, did counter. He's kind of like a lawyer. He's a debater slash lawyer, which I guess a lawyer is really just a debater, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> With well, everything on the line. I mean, again, do you want original content? Do you want just the best music of the time? Do you want original score? Um, I mean, there's so many different ways of breaking it down. Um, you know, the, this could just be a summer project for us. I, it really can. I mean, you know, off the top of my head, a real crappy movie, but it, a stupid funny song, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two, Vanilla uh, Ice, Ninja uh, Rap. But I don't think I want to go by just the um, 
But that was but original content. That doesn't count. Well, okay. If okay. it only so has we're going, one good song so, on, on the soundtrack, it doesn't count. We're looking for a full disc. But what if that like, one oh, good song awesome. carried it to the top of the charts? How, how do you argue that? Because then it shouldn't be. I'm not, I'm not going to consider just one popular song on a soundtrack and consider that to be an all-time good soundtrack. And you can see that the reason why these are making it up there is because it's an all-around compilation of music that is awesome. And when he's referring to these, I happen to be scrolling on the internet looking at different publications' lists of what they considered the top uh, And there's a lot of them, like we said, that uh, reappear on all the lists, but there's some of them that are different on each list, and it comes down to that. It's what is your taste, what is your flavor, your style. I mean, Wayne's World, how do you, you know... Are you like me? Are you just all over the board? Because, you know, if there were to be, like, this musical cut of the way my mind works... It would go from System of a Down to Sarah McLaughlin to Frank Sinatra <laughs> to Metallica to like anything like '90s hip hop to. I mean, it goes all over the know, place. I I'm mean, like, my mind's all over the place, so that's why know. I like it, a whole bunch of different. I'm an '80s. I'm an '80s nut, but I love the Doors. I love my Jimi Hendrix. Uh, you know, and then you work your way up to. Uh, Everything from some hardcore system, Metallica, Power Man 5000, you know, and but you got to get your, your Wu-Tang, you got to get a little EPMD, Big Daddy Kane, you know, so you got to get a little bit of everything. And even nowadays, I mean, who's a, who would be a new band? Who's good new? I don't even know anymore. I don't even... New bands? I mean, they're not really so much bands... These days, I guess they're artists. I mean, you know my current obsession, but that's another. I mean, thing. you gotta give Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. I like some of those guys. Marilyn Manson. Well, that's what I'm saying. I need to get into more hip hop these days, which is going to be another podcast segment. I'm going to uh, start inviting the world of hip hop into my life. I am going to invite some people. Um, no, my boy, Big Mark. And we got to get Dolfo. Dolfo coming well, up. Dolfo. Oh, when does he come up, though? It should be Because I would like up. to have him sit down with us. Bring you Actually, some old school and the underground. The Boy, Dolfo's making the logo. Let's see how far along he's on that. I'm going to make some t-shirts. Get some swag for y'all. Jersey grown, baby. That's, That's how we right. do. Jersey grown. Jersey grown. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to sit back on this one. As Chris did sit back with his Sit beer. back and relax. And pour so, yourself another. So, yeah. So, you guys help us out. Uh, think back. Let us know what your uh, favorite movie soundtracks are. And we're going to spend the summer compiling the ultimate list of movie soundtracks, no matter what your taste is. We will have it for you. We will put it on our Facebook page and we'll pin it as a picture. So this way you can always go back and take a look at it. But we will have this masterpiece of, I guess, a collection of soundtracks. We'll have it for you. Sorted. Kind of like a library, a library, an old school library. Yeah, that's right. All you young guys, we are going to set it up and do a decibel system. We're dropping knowledge. And you guys are going to have to learn how to use that, suckers. We're going to learn, y'all. <laughs> We're going to teach y'all. And you're going to have to use an Atticus, too, motherfuckers. Abacus, not Atticus. Atticus. <laughs> Good Lord. And there we go. See? Holla back. Jersey grown. Grown and sexy. 2018. How we do? Oh, yeah, he likes grown and sexy. That's Jersey, how we do. Jersey grown and sexy. 
All right, guys, get at us with that. Peace. What's up, everybody? I hope you're enjoying this Jersey podcast thus far, but I want to take a moment and talk about Perfect Steam Car Wash. That's right. That is Perfect Steam Car Wash, located in Clifton, New Jersey, right off of Route 3, Bloomfield Avenue. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the only way to clean your car. I promise you, you would not be let down by this service. It is the first steam car wash in this area. Now you can go onto their website. That is perfectsteamus.com. You can also find them on social media, on Instagram, Perfect Steam, and on Facebook, Perfect Steam. You can actually book your appointment through the Facebook page or through the website. And you can also go on there and check out the video and see for yourself the way this process is done. They steam the outside, they steam your wheels, they steam the inside of the car. That includes your defrost vents, all your leather or cloth interior, your cup holders, your side cup holders, in between the seats. Are you one of those people that drink coffee on the way to work in the morning and it spills all over the place? Don't worry, they got you. Check the website, check the Facebook, check the social media because everybody's getting steam up in here. But don't take it from me, listen to somebody who has gone there religiously since last year. I come back to Perfect Steam um, due to the fact that great service, uh, friendly staff, Allmore does an excellent job on the vehicles, and the prices are reasonable. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from a customer themselves. It is the way to go, so check them out. Perfect Steam Car Wash, Clifton, New Jersey, perfectsteamus.com. Make your appointment, get your car nice and pimp for the summer. Because it is time. I'm sorry, that was my really poor attempt on mimicking the Avengers theme song. Why? Because it is time to discuss my experience watching Avengers Infinity War. I watched it early morning yesterday, 8.30 a.m., which, by the way, I had no idea that theaters actually even fucking had 8.30 showings, but apparently for this monster of a movie, they made the exception. I did see it in IMAX. I did not do 3D. Um, haven't been actually a big fan of 3D since... Uh, yeah, that debacle called... Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, yeah, Green Lantern. That was the last 3D superhero movie I actually saw, and I stopped watching 3D ever since. However, it's not about that. We're here to talk about the movie itself, and I know everybody's probably listening right now like, don't you dare say a fucking word or spoil it for us. I promise I will not give anything away to ruin it for those who have not seen it. If you have seen it, I know you're probably itching for me to bring up conversation about all the things that took place, because in all honesty, ladies and gentlemen, it was a roller coaster of emotions. I mean, they they did such a fantastic job, the Russo brothers, and putting this together, you would have thought that maybe uh, it might be overwhelming with so many hens in the hen house, but it was not. It was so massively done. I didn't get confused. You know, it's not like one of those confusing timelines, like where you have to start second guessing yourself and like, hey, wait, wait, but how did that? Oh, wait, how's the connection there? No, they did such a great job in putting this together. And like I said earlier, it is a roller coaster of emotions. You're going to feel 
everything from sadness to happiness to excitement to anguish to just pure tears of joy and pure tears of sadness there's so much going on in there now what i do want to point out and it kind of was thinking about it after the fact that this movie is really not an avengers movie i would say it it seems like it was more of a story on you know the main villain thanos it seemed like it was concentrating a lot more on his life and his relationship to certain characters in the film and you know in this span of what 10 years that these films have been popping out and we've been building up to this ever since it really worked i mean they did like i said they did such a great job and i'm trying not to as you can see that i'm just kind of keep on repeating myself and saying that they did such a great job is because i'm itching not to give anything away and it's really difficult because there's so much to talk about and everything that went down but i mean at the end of the day you are not going to be let down even if you aren't a marvel fan and you go check this out because either your boyfriend or even your girlfriend because you know there's some chicks out there that definitely uh, are bigger marvel fans than some some guys but i mean in hindsight it's really mainly dudes that that enjoyed this because at that movie theater at 8 30 in the morning it was mainly a whole bunch of guys no girlfriends maybe one or two had a girlfriend i saw one family and i saw some guy with uh his son at 8 30 in the morning so i wonder if he pulled them out of school just to watch the movie which i guess if i had a son at this point and he was into the marvel game just as much as i am i would probably do the same thing sorry Ooh, bad parenting fuck that he's not gonna become an idiot for missing one friday to go watch this fantastic film i mean yeah i mean i really can't say much without giving giving it away but you're you're not gonna be unhappy with what you see and it rolls so smoothly that you even notice before you can notice it's already at the end and you're now just in shock and awe if you don't leave that movie theater in shock and awe then i don't know maybe you're not as big a marvel fan as some would think but of course you know you always have those douchebag critics out there i'm sure somebody's gonna bash on it and say something's wrong with it but to my personal taste i thought it was so well done um perfectly put together it flows so nicely and yeah i can't wait to actually come back and discuss this i'm gonna give it a month because i don't know if there's like any statute of limitation on how long you have to wait to discuss the details of this movie before people you know come to my door with pitchforks and and torches and try to like burn me out of my house before giving some spoilers but i'm gonna say that i'll give it to the end of the month i'm sorry so listeners my jersey pod uh my jersey uh, grown podcast listeners you have till the end of may okay the end of may to go watch this film because i will be talking about it i'm gonna come full circle i'm gonna get some fans in here some friends that i know that are big marvel fans and we are going to discuss where the marvel cinematic universe the mcu is heading after this film because oof, just wait until you see it there's so much going on now and the game has changed the game has changed so that's all i'm gonna say about it and that's all i got to say about that <laughs> 
And so, yeah, go out there, check it out. Um, like I said, even if you aren't a Marvel fan, maybe you can be like uh, our boy Billy from uh, the Jersey Grown Beer Boys. He has his wife watching all the films. They're working their way up. I think yesterday he told me that they were on the first Avengers movie. So he's got some time in order to make it there, but she is willing, she is ready, she's enjoying it, at least from what he said. Um, and yeah, they're, they're rocking out every Marvel movie straight through until they can make it to uh, Infinity Wars, which is a difficult task, but it is kind of fun. I did it, but not in sequential order. I just kind of hopped around and watched all the different ones. And um, I mean, no disrespect, but Thor, Dark World, the second one, eh, you don't really need it. You can kind of glance or skip over that if you were going to do the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe marathon on your own. But again, go check it out. Infinity Wars was fantastic. So peep it, love it, get at me. Let me know what you thought. Um, hit us up on the Jersey Grown Facebook or the Instagram. DM us, email us. Let me know what you thought. But again, guys, don't be a dick. Do not post any spoilers anywhere, all right? As the hashtag says, Thanos demands your silence. Oh, which, by the way, Josh Brolin, I doubt you'll ever hear this, but my God, you did a fantastic job as this Titan. Fantastic job. And now we get to see you as Cable, so I can't wait to see that. May is going to be a fun time between Solo and Deadpool. Amazing. Oh, and then speaking of Solo, Disney, you motherfuckers are killing it. Not only are you going to crush it with Infinity Wars, but I noticed as I sat there waiting, you know, for the post credits, that you guys went ahead and used Lucasfilm for a lot of the special effects and sounds. So you guys are making money just on top of money. So I can't really hate on that. You guys are crushing it. Mickey Mouse is ruling the world. <laughs> But yeah, guys, check it out and uh, stay tuned for some more Jersey Grown podcast. Peace. Yes. Yeah. Bitch. Yes. <laughs> Mimsies. <laughs> I said, switch the map. Switch the map. <laughs> so I switched maps. Yeah, switch the map. And then I, I switched, switched the maps again. again. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? So, Margo's here. And uh, Billy's here again. It's been almost a week. Yeah, almost we a did, week. We did a But in podcast land, this is two minutes, maybe That's three right. minutes That's away right. from each other. That's right. Going to the almighty Cohen's public, Cowan's public. I got to ask them if What is it? Is it Cohen's? I don't know. Or Cowan's? I don't know. I, think I was actually thinking about that on the way there. Right. I was like, is it Cohen's or We're Cowan's? Gonna, we had a million chances to ask tonight, but we did not. So it's Cowan's or Cohen's. And Hi, there Rowie. she goes. Hey, Rowie. Um, they had a easily a top 10 brewery in the tri-state area. Today, they had single-cut Beer Smiths out of Queens. 
and uh, we met a fine fellow named Kevin Caselli. He was there. He was distributing some very rare cans that our area doesn't really get. And uh, Kevin, we can't wait to see you, man, because you were a great, great guy. Yeah, to talk man, to he tonight. was. It was really cool. I think he kind of just approached us to hand us stickers. He did. We, and then we, we, we lured him in. Yeah. <laughs> we talked beer. We talked concerts. We talked hookers in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We were actually, yeah, we expanded on a whole yeah. Yeah. different amount we, of levels. Yeah. We talked about, you know, where he's from and industrial arts and District 96 are up there. And he works for Serene Craft Beer, which I've never personally heard of. But I know that is a, that's a different amount of breweries and one night he's single cut one night he's industrial arts and i don't remember exactly what else he yeah is. so i guess he's like a third party sales yeah. rep of yeah. sorts yeah and single cut had, i think six taps that they took over at cowan's tonight and uh they had some phenomenal beers me and marcos met there around probably actually it was it was two and a half four drafts ago. right four drafts one cask Drafts. And one bottle. Yeah, something like yeah. Or one can, can. yeah. Can, or yeah. one can. Which was uh I think still the best beer of the night. What was it? Something frost something. I don't even remember. Oh the thirteen dollar one. Yeah. <laughs> we remember by price, not yeah. by name. A thirteen dollar one. <laughs> but it was phenomenal. We're not we're not cracking on the price. It was yeah. actually kind of worth it, I guess. You yeah, if say. you're gonna if you're gonna go here it is. A cold fire. That's what cold it was. Fire. Cold there fire. There you go. Yep. And um, I think we were sipping on our cold fire when Kevin came over, and he pulled up a stool, and we just shot the shit for easily an hour, and then yeah. uh, he decided to go be salesman and literally just took over the restaurant and passed beers out, told himself where he was from, and honestly, Single Cut, I think, is without a doubt one of the most underrated breweries that come out of New York. To the Queens. Yeah. Queens, LIC, Brooklyn, you know, shout out to other half, Finn back, Threes, LIC Beer Project, but Single Cut, um, I think they're one of the most consistent. I mean, you've had, we had like five or six different brews tonight. I think it was all Single Cut. And everything was just fresh, everything was clean, everything was smooth and hoppy, except the stout, which was sublime. Yeah. (laughs) It was awesome. And, uh. Yeah, he just brought us another two surprises. And it was the last one? That's what it's all about. Um, Harry's. What was it? What was Harry's it? last line? Or Harry's, Harry's last some, line, something like that. Apparently, it's a line from Dire Straits. Uh, That's right. <laughs> what song was it? We were like Ferris Bueller. Sultans of Swings. There you go. <laughs> Sultan of Swing. Apparently, it's a line from there. Something about a guy named Harry. That's right. Single <laughs> cut. Oh, we had. We had Softly Spoken Magic Spells, which is the sample I brought over. Okay. And then Harry Doesn't Mind. That's Harry Doesn't Mind. That's Harry what Harry Doesn't Mind. It was a double dry hop Harry Doesn't Mind. It's and, funny um, because I thought that that was just a playful yeah. take on Scotty Doesn't. Scotty Doesn't Know. That's Scotty what, Doesn't Know. That's what we said. Yeah. And uh, that was great. You know, and Carowinds is a place that you'll, you'll hear me and Marcos go to a lot. It's a local... Jeez. <laughs> Cat is freaking the fuck out right now. <laughs> Look at her. She is going crazy. Roey's going ham right Anytime now. She, she just ate. She's happy. <laughs> There's drink, a stranger in the house. Drinking beer. Yeah. This is her. Um, 
You'll find us at Cowan's a lot because Cowan's is uh, they do a lot of tap takeovers. Actually, we'll be there next week because Mr. Cigar City is going to be in town, and I know Marcos loves Cigar City. So um, <laughs> any any brewery that has a Cuban oh. named. Man. Fucking beer, Maduro. Oh, that's amazing to me. So <laughs> they have one of my favorite IPAs of all time, High Line, and they'll have that next yes. week. Yes, I don't think have you had that. That's one of their favorites, right? Yeah. That's like one of like the yeah. top ones out of them. Yep. So you can guarantee we'll update you on the Cohen's slash Cowan's tap takeover list, and we promise and when is that that is next. Uh, I think it's actually might be, might be in two weeks. Actually, hang on. Yeah, right? They pushed it back, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it was originally supposed to be early April, and then they pushed it back to late April or early May. That one's public. I think it was early May. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Ooh. Cigar City. It is May 3rd. Oh, that's perfect. Two days before Cinco de Mayo. Thursday, May 3rd, Marcos. Two weeks, oh, two weeks from now. That's going to be a rough weekend. Oh, that's going to be a great weekend. Oh, and, and by the way, uh, the place that we're always talking about, because I think we just mentioned the name, and we don't really say where it is or anything. <laughs> and, they, and and just to let you know, they do not pay us for this. They are not an no. official sponsor. Nope. We just love the place. This we enjoy a, going there. So our local watering hole used to be NJ Beer Co. or NJ Bottle Co. And so kind of is just yeah. that we're not there as right, often, because right, right. I moved out of North Bergen. That's right. So and now Marcus, I live here Marcus in Nutley. And I, our, our equidistant spot happens to be Cohen's Public. He lives, what would you say, north of there? East of there? I don't know what it is. I don't know. But it's, Either it's way, literally in the Billy middle. lives like two blocks. I live like about That's maybe right. five, right. six blocks right. away. All walking distance, to yeah. say the least. But so, if you guys are ever interested in checking it out, if you're in the area... Uh, Cohen's or Cowan's. We're, we're still trying to f- actually get an official. We've only been there confirmation tw- of it twelve times. Yeah, but we still don't know how yeah. to actually I'm pronounce pretty it. Pretty sure it's Cowan's, but it's spelled but it, like Cohen's. Yeah, it spells like Cohen's. So I used to call it Cohen's, but we have to ask Cohen's. They or have Cowan's. So many, they have a a very rotating list of bartenders, and we're not really sure if they'll even know the answer to the name. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> they have a ridiculous turnover on their bartenders. Every time we walk in there, it's a new bartender, and it's like, what's but going on right they're now? All, they're always there with a smile, and they're always, always there to make your, your day better. So, Cohen's, if you want to, yeah, if you want to check it out, what is it, uh, 229 Century Street, that's right. Nutley, New Jersey, that's right. very close to Route 3, very close to 21, So and very close to the parkway, really. That's right. Route 21, think about parkway, it. Route 3. It's Center Street, right after the intersection there. Um, it used to be Nutley Pub, if anybody has been to Nutley Pub, which was, you know, in its, in its heyday, it was fun. But it became pretty dumpy after a while. And uh, <laughs> Cowan's literally said, hey, we like the exposed brick, and uh, let's open a Prohibition-style bar, and it works. So we'll be there, uh, we'll definitely be there May 3rd. And they have three, six, eight. Cigar City will be there with eight beers. They'll have the some of their favorites, the Florida Cracker, which is one of Marcos's favorites, the Tampa Dude. the Tampa Lager, the High Lie, which is you know if you were a Heady Topper fan, High Lie was also right there with it back in the day. 
and then it'll have the white oak highlight, which is cool, which is really cool. And then I had the Marshall uh, Zukov, which was the barrel aged. This time I'll have it a vanilla hazelnut version of it, which I've never had before. I don't think. Hmm. Um, so yeah, if everybody is uh, hears us, and we say May third, Cohen's Public, Cowan's Public. Again, we'll promise the right name. <laughs> we um, are gonna figure that yeah. out. And uh, we'll invite Tom Half in the Bag Knight next time. Or uh, my wife, Chelsea, disapproving wife, LaDuke. <laughs> That's happening That's it. now. <laughs> Unofficial name because she kind of maybe doesn't know yeah, about right. that. So. No, no. Um, we were out at a Chelsea Ballerini concert two weeks ago. And we were at, uh, what the fuck beer was brewery? Was, it was a bar in New York. Hang on. This is the thing about podcasts, everybody. Sometimes you just got to do this on the fly. I got to go back. Here it is. I promise we're gonna not we're not gonna do this. So rattle a lot. <laughs> rattle and rattle and hum west, which was a, a block around the corner from uh, PlayStation Theater, and she said, okay. "Hey, honey, would be funny." I'm like, "What would be funny, honey?" She's like, "If anytime you take a picture for your Untapped app, if I just put a middle finger in there." Because it'd be funny. And I'm like, so you're the disapproving wife. And <laughs> she, we've probably taken like five or six pictures of me taking my untapped pictures with her, with her middle finger up. <laughs> and she loves it. And you know what? I secretly love it too. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, and uh, she, she supports this and she loves ghosts. So she's as just much in the craft game as we are. So fuck it. Is she really? Though? She is. Yeah. Well, you got to tell her about that. What was he saying? Mm. The place that's uh, all sour. Oh, Hudson Valley. Hudson Valley. There you go. Yeah. You know what? We're focusing more on Jersey right now, but New York, upstate New York. We know District ninety six and and uh, industrial arts. We know that's where Kevin's from, but out west, probably an hour ish. You got Equilibrium, and you've got uh, Rushing Duck, and you've got the guys from Hudson Valley, which make some of the coolest sour IPAs. Actually, probably the only. That might be the only ones that are doing it right now. Pretty badass stuff. At least from this area. <laughs> so Hudson Valley, I know you get crazy lines, but reserve a spot for uh, Billy and Marcos in Chelsea. And what's your girl's name that you're seeing right now? Okay, keep it on DL. We're gonna we're gonna keep that off there, and we're gonna cut that we're gonna, part we're out. Cut that part out. <laughs> this is why we do this, and you edit. So it'll just be it'll be. It'll I be, am not committing to anything at this you'll moment. You'll be the third wheel. Okay, got it. No, somebody's gonna be there, <laughs> but we're not gonna publicly announce that. Okay, we're fine. not gonna publicly so announce Chelsea, that. So Chelsea, Billy, and Marcos will be there. Maybe I'll bring Tater and Nico. Um, we got some friends that I know want to be on this, and um, Hudson Valley. Yeah, I've had two of your beers, only one of each, and they were some of the finest beers that have ever touched my mouth. The finest brews. And touched my soul. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see you guys soon. I don't know how soon, but, you know, if you're willing to give us some beer. Hopefully soon. <laughs> but hey. at the end of the day, the winner was yeah. fucking uh, shit. What's That's what happens when you drink. Yeah. Today? Yeah. 
cut? No. Single cut? Single cut. There Kevin. you go. Yeah. Mr. Kevin. Single cut. Out of Killer Queens. Yeah. Which I've we will seen. do a cast from there. Yeah. Well, During the it, summer when it gets nicer and you know it's, it's not great. bitter and cold. Yeah. In Brooklyn, you better fucking listen. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only, you know, single cut I know is more Queens area. I know LIC beer projects up there. We're going to come to all of you in like a weekend. Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday. There's at least six or seven of you that we love just to come kill it. Yeah. Let's come. We'll pay for our beer. We're not. Yeah, we're not we're looking not, for freebies. We're not freelancers. We just want to say, hey, you know, if you'll have us. We and we would to, love to talk to you. We want to talk to your head brewers. We, don't, we want to talk to your bartenders. Um, we want to talk to your fans. Yeah. Because obviously what drives your business is your lines. Other half, I'm looking at you. I know you get an hour plus lines every freaking can release. That's why I've never <laughs> been there before. But that's a tribute to what you guys are doing. So all we want to do is come say hi, introduce ourselves, enjoy your beer, enjoy your craft. Praise your craft because we know you make good stuff. And uh, we just want to come celebrate craft beer with you. That's it's a lot to, to go it. with. Yeah. So much to go with. That's all we want to do. It's actually kind of slightly overwhelming now that I'm starting to look at it. Yeah. There are so many roads that we could take with this. There's a lot. But at the end of the day, it's up to you, the Mm -hmm. audience. Mm -hmm. We want to hear from you. We want to know where do you think we should go? What bars do you think we should go that have an, I guess, really awesome fucking uh, beer list? Beer list, tap takeovers. Whatever you want to say. And obviously, we're Jersey boys at the end of the day. But we also know the New York game is incredible. So, I know Marcos just went to, what was it? Where'd you go the other night for your show? Blind something? Blind oh, Tiger. the Blind Tiger. Blind Tiger. Down in the village. Yup. That place is awesome. Blind Tiger. I went to Torst a couple months ago, and I also went to Haymaker. Um, New York oh, City. I've been to Haymaker. Yeah. Right, place is cool, too. Right near Penn Station. Yeah. Very convenient spot. The pork slider, the uh, pork belly sliders are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, we're we're I we're trying to cater, and like our goal is to kind of really specify more on Jersey things. But right. it doesn't mean that we're not going to expand out. Right, right. You know, you know and we gotta the be- highlight of our series will be Jersey based. Yes, but and we know there's a lot of bars and there's a lot of breweries that we still need to get to, or right. a lot of restaurants. Right, right. That have a good yeah. brewery selection. Yeah. So yeah, we went. To, I went to Kane and Beach House last week, and I know, as I said, Marcos, you know, ventured into the city, which is fine because you know what, North Jersey people don't venture into New York City. Not enough. Right. Right. And we. And I learned that actually, not to get damper <laughs> and sad and shit. I learned that after nine uh, eleven, mm. because I realized that I only went up to the top of the uh, the World Trade. Once in my life, and that was only forced because we had family visiting from Cuba and they want to go see it. Wow. Other than that, you, everybody who grew up in this area, we took it for granted. I never went up. I mean, I'm going down a dark road right now. Everybody's like, wow, the fuck did you go from a happy conversation about beer to like the worst moment in history? No. But it's just an example of how us from up here, we, we never really, we don't take advantage of enough Mm. of the city. Right. And I kind of realized that on that Tuesday, I was like, right. you know what? I missed this. I used to go to the city a lot. Yeah. Even randomly on my own sometimes. Sure. Just well, to... and I remember you telling me that story when you and Mike went in. 
because they had happened. Oh yeah. We were, well, that's a, that's a that, whole that, separate that's podcast. A darker story, but that would be something. It's gonna. I will have yeah, you know a little tribute on 9/11 about that. Everybody has that memory, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure everybody listening to this had a beer that day. Oh yeah, close to it. If I know a beer, I was, a drink. Something. I was I was in sixth grade. Oh my god, you were in sixth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade, something like that. Are you serious? I was in Franklin Avenue Middle School. And we were at lunch. Oh when... shit! Now I really feel old. Yeah, I was. In I was already out of high school. <laughs> dude, dude, this is the beer again. This is a beer show. Oh, beer that's show. Crazy. And then we've had at least five single cuts, and we just finished off a uh, brilliant magnified beer that I picked yeah. up the other day. Uh, Lost in the maze. Magnify one of your top five easily. It's by the way, good tra- good transition. Dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were like, oh, going dark. And I'm like six, <laughs> sixth grade, seventh grade, maybe eighth grade. It was that was my middle school, sixth to eighth grade. So let's just put it put it somewhere out there. Um, I remember being in that cafeteria, and it was a rough day. But you know, that's how it goes. You know, sometimes life is just shitty. But goddamn, Bill, always I just realized the age difference in us. Dude. <laughs> well, I'm, I never really kind of like realized it because we get along so well. I'm currently thirty. But I was like, what are you now? Thirty-six. There you go. Okay. That's crazy. That's, fine. That's nuts. That's fine. nuts. You could have bought me a beer when I was fifteen. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I would have hooked you up. I would have been buying you those yeah. natty ices. Oh god. <laughs> We're beyond those now, though. Oh yeah. Uh, but well, hey, when, you, when you listen to our our other recording, mm. uh, I'm I'm sure you probably don't remember much no. of that recording. No. So it's awesome. So but ex- as usual, Billy kind of takes I, the I was, reins of it all. I was so excited to get to Jersey City that day. That you were. We just went. Yeah, we did. But it was a, awesome, though. What a great day we had. Yeah, we never concluded that day, did we? We went No, to... our plan was to interview people at the breweries and stuff As like that. Went. But we went up to meet his boys. And we drank a little bit more. Yeah. And then we ended up at Departed Souls. And once we all had one flight each, yeah, that's where it Souls, all ended. And then we went to that new beer garden in front of it. Which I don't remember the name of. Did we stop somewhere? Yeah, we went to Departed Souls. Then we had those killer sliders right next door. The pork belly, the pastrami. Oh, we went to yeah, the old Libby house. That's, that's it. Yep. Yes, I forgot about we that. We went there, and then we went, and then we to, went to South, South house. house, and then we went to Barcade for like the briefest amount of time because you were done. Oh my God, we went to Barcade. We did. I we was did. just I was yeah. asleep, you were, right? You looked like an Asian. You're yeah, like, right? You're like, you drove home that night, I did, right? I did. Okay. I did. Um, at least I was responsible. We started at Brick City. Because I do remember that. I was like, Billy, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> you actually sat in the driver's seat, and you looked at me and you go, you're driving. Yeah. And, and then Billy what? saved my life with but, Taco Bell. But, hey, <laughs> what, was our, what was our message in our very first podcast? Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. So Marcos wasn't good. I was good. And oh, there's my cat. He was all right. He and all right. Uh, we went to Taco Bell, got some burritos and tacos, and we had a great Saturday. We started at eleven in the car, and then we went until probably nine or ten that night. We went almost twelve. Oh, yeah, hours. I was asked out by ten thirty. Yeah, yeah. So to celebrate the first almost week of our podcast, that was <laughs> that was a great way to kick it off. A complete off the cuff yeah. broadcast. Yeah, and, and I uh, promise you guys. We will have more dedicated questions and yeah. reviews and yeah. stuff like that, but we're just we're kind of figuring this out as we go, getting in the flow. Yeah, we're it gonna is. take we're gonna we're pop. networking. We're trying to make contacts. I mean, we made one tonight. 
<laughs> yeah, that's Day true. one tonight, we've got a lot more in our pocket. We know and we like got... I said tonight, though, yeah. I think one of our like home runs are going to be connecting with home brewers. Yeah. Hey, home brewers. Yeah, man. I'm going to do one in probably two weeks. Maybe one or two. I got to get my hops ready. I have no idea what I'm doing yet. Hops. But, um. We got a secret project with the hops. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, that's right, that's right, hops bay. Yeah, we can't say it out loud. We'll make it. Somebody's happen. gonna jack us. We'll make it happen. We're gonna do something. Okay. It's, it's gonna be awesome. Um, it's gonna be awesome. You guys are gonna love it. I'll guarantee that Marcos will be here when I'm brewing, because I'm sure he's gonna want to learn. Yeah, um, learn, and we're gonna cast the whole time. Exactly, and it either and if, we're gonna start doing video. And, very and soon. if it comes out shitty, home brewers. How many shitty beers did it you happens. make before you had a good beer? <laughs> it happens. Yeah. I've done three. Actually, you know what? I would like to hear that. Yeah. So if you're a home brewer and you made a shitty beer after like months <laughs> of like trying to make it, hit us up. You can reach us through uh, social media, but we also have an email. So you can email us, us the entire story, maybe some pictures, whatever you want to do. And that is at Pod. At gmail.com. Once again, jerseygrownpod at gmail.com. Email us. Let us know if you want us to come by. We will go to your house and we will try it. And if you're a little maybe disgraced about what your house looks like, then we'll meet you somewhere else. It's not a problem. But just let us know and we'll we'll give it a, a, a try. We will run through it. And we'll give it our honest opinion. We will give you an honest opinion. Just know that. An honest opinion. I know homebrewers that they're like, oh, this is missing something. Um, You want an honest opinion. Because I know I did. I know. I'm tagging you in. Use the bathroom. (laughs) Because I I know that um, I brewed my first IPA. It was probably. I just noticed you shifted the the desk. Yeah. Yeah, I moved it. It's a little bit more of a walking space. Yeah. my first IPA that I made was probably a month and a half ago. No, no, no. I'm sorry. What am I talking about? It was easily probably a year and a half ago. It was uh, it was a pre-made kit. I probably let the yeast sit for a little bit too long. And um, the hop selection wasn't exactly the best. And it came out to be a very malty caramel IPA. So... I was very embarrassed by it, but I already bottled it. Yeah, I remember bottled it. Um, so I, I brought it to a friend's barbecue, and I was just like, yeah, this is my caramel IPA. And I knew that it wasn't my best work. Obviously, it was my first try. So I couldn't really, you know, blame myself for it. But I was really let down by it. I know I was. And... Um, so I had a, a malty caramel IPA, and then I gave a try to one of my best friends is Aaron Scarpato. We call him Scarps, and uh, when he would get really hammered, he would piss himself because he would just drink too much, forget to pee, but then he wouldn't forget to pee, and it went over over his jeans. Um, so I called it Scarps piss, and. Unfortunately, it didn't ferment long enough, so my scarps piss shandy became a you literal. Really scarps piss. I did. <laughs> you want to see the? You want to see the bottle? No joke. Side note. No joke. 
I never knew that there was a Family Guy Juja. drinking game series. Oh, yes. I just saw the cup in there. Yes. I was like, what? This is Juja amazing. Juja 16. I had custom oh, wow. labels made. We went to Outer Banks, North Carolina, two summers ago. And unfortunately, awesome. the shandy did not ferment enough, and it was very flat. And, Scarts uh, piss. <laughs> luckily, my buddy Alfred, a.k.a. AJ, he just got married a month ago on St. Patrick's Day. I love you, bro. Um, he and I just killed those. And he also told me, he's like, this is a good beer. And I was like, no, it's not really. Oh, AJ. It's not carbonated enough. Yeah. I met AJ. I met AJ. Last good week. guy. Yeah. Guy. He's like, this is not, this is good. I, I hope like, they don't get offended, but I, no. I really, all I saw was the guys from Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. it was Jared and Ganesh. That's right. That's right. And they're really cool people. I'm yeah, not yeah. being like racist or yep. anything like that, yep. but it's just. Yeah. What I thought about. AJ, AJ, AJ and Amit, we love you. We'll pay you back from all the bills that you paid that night. Did um, they, 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 yeah, they, they, they did, up, right? They picked up a lot of the bill. They picked up a lot of the tab, <laughs> didn't they? We'll get them back. Don't worry. So this, Sorry, guys. By the way, this is another Magnify. This what is do we got? Uncharted Territory. This is a Pilsner brewed Copy with Pilsner. Australian hops. Oh. This is really refreshing. I'm Fermented so, in oak. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that Magnify did another one of these. Just feel it. Because Uncharted Territory... Um, two, three, <laughs> two, three. Yeah, that's, that's the single cut talking. Well, here's a good question. Yeah, Billy LeDuc, right? <laughs> yep, that's the proper way, right? That's right. Okay, that's right. right. LeDuc, or not like my car. Anytime I try to call you to, yeah. through the voice thing on my yeah. car, yeah, it's like calling Billy LeDuc. LeDuc, that is the, that's. The and comment. I see your wife is just having issues oh. left and right. <laughs> Dude, she's probably taking it way worse than I am, man. I actually warned her. I was like, you're going to get DeLuke. Did I, did I not see you posted it? Is it is it Charles LeDuc? Charles, yeah. She, they're, they're screwing up her first name now. Not even the last name. It's LeDuc is fine. It's like Chelsea, Charlie, Chesley. And she is getting very angry. Very angry. And I get it. I warned her. Now, mind you, folks, that her last name used to be Davis. That's Davis. Simple. 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 Related to Larry Davis. <laughs> I tell you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, co-worker of Marcos, my present co-worker. Oh, that guy. Um, Larry. You know, I was going to hit him up today. I love that guy. When I just mentioned Dessa, I was like, you know what? I haven't spoken to Larry, but I, I realized I, in my anger right. of that march. Yeah, it's true. There's, I deleted everybody except you. Yep. Tom yep. and Zerita. NZ. And that's it. Blood Oath. Everybody else, Blood Oath. go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and Larry actually called us this morning, and he was like, how many drivers you got yeah, today? You guys are short. It's Thursday. <laughs> it's Thursday. So you remember. And you even told me. You're like, dude, is that a day? I was like, not even close. We had, a, we had 11 drivers. He's like, oh, why not 15? Mm. Are you guys going to drive four out here? I'm like, Who Larry. fell short? Yeah. <laughs> that's the question. I have no idea. I know we're boring you guys with this conversation. That was but an old rant. At the end of the day, it's a temp agency. We got to right. fill up a whole bunch of fucking That's orders, right. and it never happens. And Larry Davis doesn't know personal space. He's yeah. one of those guys that comes up to you. Do, you. do you all know someone that just older, younger, your age, that just comes up to your face, literally inches from your face, and just tries to tell you old man stories? <laughs> 
That's Larry Davis. Uh, old, old black man. Great guy. Love there me. was one time, right? <laughs> I was sitting on the ninth hole. And, <laughs> and Marcos just almost kissed me. So we, and that's exactly what yeah, it was. Yeah, we got. It we was got, like Larry, back off, bro. We got, we got that back far. off. <laughs> we got that far tonight. Me and Marcos was made out on our second podcast. Um, Larry, Larry, Larry. Seriously, you're probably not going to listen to this ever. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised but that he does you. eventually. We love, we love you though, and you will eventually. No. Maybe he, you might go back in the catalog. Yeah, that's because he loves us. Once so. we're beyond that point, he's be like, "You motherfucker." That's right. Because it is great when you hear Larry curse them. That's right. All right, it, all right. I'm gonna Fuck give you an idea of this guy, right? Fucker. When I first started this job, honestly, mm. anytime I spoke to Larry on the phone, I thought he was a white guy. Mm. <laughs> so okay. just by that, you would understand that he's not a white guy. He's not a white guy. He is like whiter than Bryant Gumble, <laughs> and that's really hard to say. It really. Tiger Woods is a little bit more gangster than what Larry yeah, is. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great guy. I'm not going to say. I'm, I'm, I know, you know. I'm not going to say that he's a bad guy or anything. But never, never. It was just so funny the, the day that I met him. I was just like, oh, shit, you you're Larry. <laughs> not what you thought. He's like, hey there, guy. Hey, <laughs> He was like a, a black Ned Flanders. No, that's actually Harold Pigney. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> hey, guy. Hello, <laughs> guy. So, uh, we talked about work. Oh, my work. Marcos has been out I'm of out, out labor, labor ready for a year now. Rowie's staring me down. Yeah, she is. She's getting a comfy, think, though. She's getting comfy. Who are you? Look at that tail. So majestic. <laughs> we take this for the podcast so people know who we're talking about. Rowie! Rowena Ravenclaw, by the way. Any of you Harry Potter fans out there? Hey, baby. Any of you Harry Potter fans out there? Ravenclaw. He is a Ravenclaw, through and through. Marcos knows what we mean. She's beautiful. And, and it's uh, funny because you know, it was only last year that I watched all of them. That's right. I never watched any Harry Potter. Awesome. And, and then one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. Right. I watched the first one. I'm not going to lie. The first one was like, eh. Okay. I guess maybe because it was just out yeah. of the time frame. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this is very childish, kid-like. Childish. Yeah. Yep. They were young. But my God, did it get dark. It got dark. <laughs> It got intense. I was and... like, wow, all right. And now I'm a fan. Yeah. I started watching it because my sister and her boyfriend went to Universal Studios. Mm. And then they were like, yo, you know. I was like, when you, if if Universal Studios dedicates an entire section right. to a film. To a castle. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's got to be good. And it's they have butterbeer. Butterbeer. You know, butterbeer I don't think is alcoholic. But if we get enough support. Maybe we'll go do some butter beer podcasting at Harry Potter World in the universe. Dude, that would be awesome. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? That would be awesome. Hey, Cigar City, we can come see you. You're in Tampa. Oh, shit, yes. Not terribly far from there. Guys, yeah, we're trying to visit breweries, but have an experience all at the same time. So, like, let's say if we go to San Fran. That's right. We're going to go to Lagunitas, but on the way to Lagunitas, because I've been there, I took that route before, you can take the entire West Coast route, Route 1. That's right. But... We go through the Redwoods. Yeah. So we could go into the Redwoods, go do a little hike. That's right. And then and come the, down and to the thing that's funny about that is, is I remember I told you that me and Chelsea were going to do a little side San Fran trip. We're not doing that because of her. Because Rowena, right? Rowena was diagnosed with heart disease. 
Oh, I don't know how long we're going to have her. Um, but you're, you're, a, you're a survivor girl. She is a adorable girl. Um, so I, I plan to do another San Fran trip with this guy on the couch. So we got to go to San Fran within the next year, maybe year and a half. We'll get there. Long weekend, we'll Thursday to Sunday, something like that. It just and sucks because I have a bachelor party to plan. That's fine. And we're and gonna, now my boy is like, going to plan it. I want my boy Ivan to be there, and our friend Ivan okay. is a DJ, okay. and he moved to who? Belgium. Oh. He lives in Brussels. Oh, or outside of Brussels. Oh, good luck with that. And he's been there for four years, and he has no <laughs> ambition to come back. Oh, so he wants him to be a part of it. And Belgium. my boy Ivan only comes back for the holidays. I got you. So I got you. We're like, fuck. Do you want to go there? Because we didn't want to do Vegas at first. We actually thought. San Fran. Sure. I told him, I was like, you, let's go to San Fran because we have it all. You have a city. You have a beach. You have the wilderness. There you go. And I was like, you have it all in California. So you remember <laughs> when we were talking to our friend Kevin earlier? Kevin. McKellar opened a fantastic brewery bar in City Field. And Ooh. they had Cantillon Brewery. Cantillon is... One of the finest beers, or breweries, I should say. It's called Cantillon Brewery. They're based out of Belgium. Oh, really? Yes, they are. And they're located in Anderlecht, Brussels, and founded in 1900. All right, so guys, if you know anybody who wants to sponsor us... If you're, <laughs> if you're talking about going to Belgium, because if he doesn't want to... We want to do it. If, if he doesn't want to come back, go to Cantillon. Let's do it. Because Cantillon, I, I already know you. You're going to go nuts there. I'd go. Christian went. And the thing is, my boy Eddie, he never was a beer fan like, okay. at all. Okay. But now he so, started expanding his right, mind. And right. He was actually the one who told me about Cigar City. How about that? Okay. How about that? So we're going to get a buddy of mine. Christian hasn't, actually, Marcos hasn't met Christian yet. He is my construction sales rep. In and he's not already. a Christian. Right, no. No, 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 no. Um, Christian uh, is the guy that really got me into a lot of the heavy names that we've talked about. Other half, Trillium, Treehouse, Cantillon. He gave me Cantillon probably a good six to eight months ago. And it was a Barry Lambic style. And I tell you, man, it was out of this world. He, he gave it to me. He's like... I don't think you really know what I'm giving you. And I was like, no, I don't. And I drank it. And <laughs> I was like, okay, Christian, I get it. Thank you. So if you're going to go to Belgium for your buddy's bachelor party, Cantillon, I'm going to send it to you, man. They are they're like top-notch. Everybody will go crazy for Cantillon over here. It's okay. And if anybody wants to prove me wrong, don't be afraid to comment. If you think Cantillon sucks, you're wrong. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, just saying. Just maybe, uh, maybe Justin, you want to uh, take a European trip oh, next year? <laughs> that 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 is 100 percent on our radar. You know, yeah. uh, we'll go and do the bachelor party for yeah. for first few days. Yeah, we'll come visit, and then we'll meet. We'll take over. And that's the best part about Europe. We, we got to learn. There's a train, and we can go wherever the fuck we want. We, we got to speak some other languages. I think. We got this. 
Google Translate. Google Translate. Bam. That's right. That's right. Them, that is all we need. Them Jersey boys over in Belgium. <laughs> oh, you got Belgian waffles? Oh, man, that will be amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. Yes, I'm going to say it. Mm. I'm dying to go to Amsterdam. Mm. <laughs> I got a buddy there. I'm dying to go to Amsterdam. I got Only one. because they say the beer scene is great. Yes. Aside from yes. everything else that mm. they offer. But we won't promote it here because we want to keep our credibility. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows what's in Amsterdam, right? We um, all know. We all know. A lot of donuts and snacks. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that what you want to call it? My buddy, my buddy. What is a donut? What is a snack? That's right. No definition. Put your shirt back on one boy. <laughs> I ain't going to judge. I ain't going to judge. Um, my buddy Trevor has been there for three years. He missed my wedding. Trevor Hamlin. He was my fraternity brother. Oh, he's still out there? Master of Chemistry. He went to UConn, graduated with a master's. Oh, shit, really? And uh, he's doing some experiments. And is he he's, making weapons? He's No. <laughs> no. Him and his wife went out to Amsterdam. I'm pretty sure it was close to two years ago at some point, and they're still there. So Wow, they haven't left? They haven't left. Did they go on vacation, or they went no. to no, just they lived there? They went, I think he went for some type of sabbatical type thing to research and uh, then his wife. Um, they fell in love. No, his wife is a teacher there now, and they fell in love with the place. And they've been there for at least two years now. He was supposed to come back right before my wedding, and then he's like, "Yeah, man, I can't." Unfortunately, do we're not coming back for a bit. <laughs> I was like, "Okay." And you know what? what it is. But I hear that about a lot of people that like kind of go over there. Yeah. To like settle roots. It's a different. And they're like, "Yo, it's just so much better." Yeah. They say it's like less stress, slower. Everybody's a lot happier over right, there. Right. Oh, disapproving wife just called me. Uh oh. What are you doing? Let me call her back and what see are you what's doing? going on. Oh, bro, you just had spaces everywhere. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I go wherever I want. Where I go, there are no roads. Oh, you're home. Sweet. I'm gonna open one for you. Hang on. She's home. Yeah. Marcos is still here, by the way. Oh, she hung up on me. Boy, get this new piss off while it's coming. Uh-oh. Yeah, battery just died. Or about to die. All right, guys. We are wrapping up this session. And, uh, yeah, again, I promise that we will have a more coherent segment for you guys with some questions and actual reviews. But, uh... Again, we're just kind of testing up the flow of what we have, and I think we're good. So uh, if you do listen to this, <laughs> so yeah, let us know. Do you think we have the uh, the flow and the fire to keep this going? If you have any suggestions, do let us know. Reach us on our social media, Jersey Grown Pod. And that is Facebook and Snapchat, Jersey Grown Podcast on Instagram. And you can also email us at jerseygrownpod at gmail.com. So thank you for listening, and we will uh, talk to you guys soon. Thank you.
Looking for something to do this May in the great state of New Jersey? Well, you come to the right place. Here are a couple of things going down in New Jersey this month. We have the Wine Hop Tour in AC. Uh, that will be starting May 1st down in Atlantic City. Now, you also have the Shifting Views. It's uh, artists who experienced World War I this is a something going down at the New Jersey State Museum in Trenton. It will be going from May 1st all the way to August 19th. So you got some time for that one. Looks pretty cool. You can check out the New Jersey State Museum website for more details. Now, this one is pretty awesome. On May 3rd, Great Adventure down in Jackson will be holding a specific day for families who have children or individuals um, on the autism spectrum, that would be May 3rd from 10.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m., all right? What they're gonna be doing is that they're going to tailor the park for these children um, with autism to accommodate them. They're gonna turn down the noise factor so it's a little, little less overwhelming for them to enjoy and experience the great Six Flags Great Adventure. So definitely go to the uh, Six Flags Great Adventure website for more information on that. Once again, that is May 3rd from 10.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. So if you do have a child that is on the spectrum and you want to have a nice day out for the family, check this out. I mean, I thought it was pretty, pretty damn cool. Now, we also have a couple of uh, food and beverage, I guess you could say, events. Uh, one of them is the New Jersey Wine and Food Festival 2018 being held at Crystal Springs uh, Resort up in Hamburg, New Jersey. That is going down from May 4th to the 6th, uh, 7 p.m. The prices do vary. The tickets are on sale now. You just have to go to njwinefoodfest.com. It's going to be, I guess, an array of different wines and foods to pair them with. Um, and a very nice resort. I've actually been there a couple of times. It's up in the mountains. Really cool spot. Might want to check that one out. You also have a bunch of events coming up, and I'm looking them up as we go. Uh, Chris Angel is going to be in Red Bank at the Count Bassey Theater. Uh, Tuesday, May 1st at 8 p.m. If you are a Chris Angel uh, Magic fan, who, to this day, I personally think he's re uh, Jesus reincarnated, but that's just me. I don't know. Um, you also have Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen doing something down at uh, Borgata Events Center in Atlantic City. That's Saturday, May 5th. Uh, for all you older folks, Paul Anka at the Golden Nugget in Atlantic City, May 5th as well. That is interesting for you Paul Anka fans. Um, we also have the Mother's Day Music Festival with Maxwell and Gladys Knight. That's right, Maxwell and Gladys Knight. That is Saturday, May 12th at 7 p.m at the Boardwalk Hall Arena in Atlantic City. And I guess, you know, Atlantic City definitely has a couple events coming up. Uh, you also have the Temptations and the Four Tops. That's right, if you're into that Motown. Sunday, May 13th at 7 p.m. at the State Theater in New Brunswick. Um, Art Garfunkel from uh, Simon and Garfunkel. He will be performing at Red Bank May 16th. 
Jay Leno will be at Morristown at the Community Theater at the Mayo Center for the Performing Arts Friday, May 18th. There is a performance of Cabaret being held in New Brunswick at the State Theater also May 18th. And last but not least, actually, no, there's actually a couple of them. You might want to check this out. But um, this one's an interesting one. The Misfits. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Misfits, Saturday, May 19th at Prudential Center, uh, 7 p.m. I had no idea that show was going down. Now, I also do want to say, even though I'm discussing May events, June, because she is my homegirl. Bishop Briggs in Asbury Park, Asbury Park Lanes in June. Got to check that show out. I will be talking more about that. Now, for you John Fogarty and ZZ Top fans, we have them performing in Atlantic City, also at PNC Arts Center in May, uh, May 25th and 26th. And then you also have Kevin Hart, for all you guys that are Kevin Hart fans. Um, he will be down at the Boardwalk Hall Arena in Atlantic City, May 26th. Uh, and then last but not least, if you want to get your foot loose on, you have Kenny Loggins. That's right. Kenny Loggins in Atlantic City Borgata Event Center. Oh, and then my wrestling fans will kick my ass if I don't mention this. But WWE Backlash, Sunday, May 6th at Prudential Center, which I think some of my friends will be going. Uh, and yeah, I haven't watched wrestling since the Stone Cold days. So not much of an interest for me. But those are a couple of events going down in May in New Jersey. If you have an event yourself and you want to let us know to uh, kind of help promote it, give us a shout, give us an email, whatever you want to do. Jersey Grown Pod, that is our Facebook right there. And then Jersey Grown Podcast, that is us on Instagram. Or you could just simply email us at jerseygrownpod at gmail.com. All right, guys, go out there, seize the May and enjoy oh and of course don't forget may the 4th be with you star wars day may 4th for all you fanboys out there you know it's our day and i'm sorry because i have a cousin who has a birthday on may 4th and in my mind he always gets trumped by star wars day so here's an early birthday or a happy birthday to my cousin anthony happy birthday homie peace Dun dun. That was my version of the Netflix chime. <laughs> and the reason why I'm doing that is because I'm going to actually take a little moment to discuss the film uh, Kodachrome, which is a Netflix original, and it came out last week. And my God, what an awesome movie. If you haven't seen it yet, you're on Netflix and you haven't seen it, I suggest that you do. It is very, very well done. Um, it is a movie with Ed Harris, Jason Sudeikis, and Elizabeth Olsen. And the gist of it all is, you know, there's Jason Sudeikis who finds out that his father uh, wants him to take a road trip uh, cross-country from New York, Jersey area <laughs> uh, over to, if I'm not mistaken, Kansas. And Ed Harris is a photographer, you know, there's that rough relationship between the two, that they don't really like each other, don't, didn't speak for, you know, years, so this road trip is a way to get them back together and rekindle their father-son relationship, which, for the most part, always made me think of my relationship with my father, even though, you know, he's, he's around, you know, he was never absentee, and we never had bad blood between each other, but it's just these moments that they share together, the the power that they had 
on screen, these two made me really just think about my dad a lot and that we don't have so much time with our parents that we have to make the most of it. So it kind of, you know, it did make me tear. I'm not going to lie. It made me tear. And I did hit him up the next day immediately just to see how he was. Um, but the, 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 the relationship between these two um, actors was phenomenal. Now, it doesn't even stop there because then we get into the old uh, relationship between um, the son and Ed Harris's assistant, played by Elizabeth Olsen. And that on-screen chemistry was really, really awesome. It was surprising, you know, and if people are like, who the hell is Elizabeth Olsen? Well, she's Scarlet Witch in the Avenger movies and Marvel Universe. Uh, just in case people didn't know. And then somebody told me that she's related to the Olsen twins, which is quite surprising. I guess maybe you can kind of see it, but she's actually talented, and that's why maybe I didn't correlate the two. Now, there's a couple of points in there. Um, I mean, well, of course there's Ed Harris, and Ed Harris is just the master. I mean, to me, he's always been, like, the perfect, lovable asshole in his roles. And, of course... Sure enough, he does it again in, in Kodachrome, and you kind of love, hate him throughout the entire movie, but my God, what a performance. So kudos to you, Ed. That was fantastic. Now, the ending, I kind of already figured, but I guess that's the writer mind of me. I knew where this was all going, and when you watch the film, you'll see what I mean. Uh, I knew what was on those rolls of film. And I'm not going to give it away because I want you guys to see it and then maybe hit me up through our email or on social media. Let me know what you thought. Did you think it was such a good movie? Like, I believe it's such a good movie? Or maybe you thought it was just too cheesy. I don't know. I would like to know. So hit us up. Put a post on our Facebook page, Jersey Grown Pod on Facebook. Or just hit us up on IG uh, direct message, Instagram, uh, Instagram. <laughs> Jersey Grown Podcast. That's us on uh, Instagram. Now, I do want to, before I go, there was one specific thing in the movie because um, Jason Sudeikis' character, Matt, is a uh, in the music industry. And, you know, he's, he, he looks for talent. And there is this one band that I guess he's been chasing for so long. And the, the scene with these, uh, with... Sadekas and the band, you know, the, the head of the band, kind of is, I feel, a stab to many bands, um, no matter who they are, that, you know, you always have that band that you listen to their earlier stuff, like, I'm gonna say, for example, Muse, because this is what, who I feel they were kind of mirroring in the movie, uh, Muse, when they first came out, was fantastic, those first couple of albums were awesome. But then came this, I guess, relationship with the Twilight movies where everything went downhill and I don't know what happened. They turned into like this poppy dance, you know, top 40 bullshit. And I lost interest in the band at that point. I, I didn't expect them to really make a comeback. Granted, their last one, Drones, was actually very good. They kind of went back a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit to their old sound and i feel that that's what they were making fun of in this movie <laughs> the the band in the movie is called seven spades and you know they're a uk band and i don't know i personally feel like it was 
kind of mocking muse themselves. Um, and then also in the movie, the music is fantastic. And I like their use of the band live because I was a big fan of the band live. And they use one of my favorite songs and probably the most popular song from that band, Lightning Crashes, in a very interesting way. So you got to go check it out. Um, again, the movie's named Kodachrome. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Check it out. Let me know what you thought. Uh, get back at me. And maybe we could discuss this a little bit further. Maybe over the phone. Maybe you want to jump on and leave us a message. Oh, which actually reminds me. We have the ability to, to, to do that with um, Anchor FM, um, which is the, the platform that we use to publish our podcast and distribute it, uh, distribute it to other platforms like iTunes and Google Play and so forth, um, which, yes, we are on iTunes now. So you might want to check that out to make it easier for you iPhone listeners, because I know you don't like to stray away from the Apple kingdom <laughs> so again guys thank you for listening to the jersey grown podcast i hope you're enjoying it so far and don't forget to check out kodachrome let me know what you thought about the movie and let's see if we could get a discussion going All right, everybody, that wraps up episode one. Yay! I hope you did enjoy it. Again, as always, we are we are looking for individuals to come and join us on here. So if you are a Jersey-based entrepreneur or singer or writer or whatever it is, even if you're a massage therapist, I don't care what it is, we want to help you get your name out there. So get in contact with us through either social media Jersey Grown Pod, that's us on Facebook, or Jersey Grown Podcast on Instagram. You can also reach us via email at the jerseygrownpodgmail.com. That's jerseygrownpodgmail.com. All right. Reach out to us. Let us know when you want to be on the show, why you want to be on the show, and what it is that you do or sell or produce. I don't know. Whatever it is, we want to bring you on, give you a chance. Tune in for episode two. We have a lot. We're going to get the gang of Nice to Meet Me film. We're going to have the writers and producers on here to discuss their film, uh, where their inspiration for this film came from, and, of course, where they're headed with their GoFundMe goal. Where This is, this is going to be awesome. I'm so stoked to be a part of this film, and I can't wait to actually get everybody in the same room, sit down, and discuss the, the future of this film so once again guys thank you for listening to episode one and we hope that you come back religiously so spread the love spread the joy tell people about us scream it from the mountaintops and we will see you on the next episode peace <laughs>